Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Hello, everyone, and yeah. Whoa. Um, I wanted to do the added intro. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Dave. I felt like I had a. I felt like I had a uh, an echo chamber here. I, I was practicing in case. <laughs> in case what? Am I? Am, are you expecting me to drop drop dead or something? No, just in case, like you know, we wanted to fool everyone one time. <laughs> We we got gotcha. you, you know. Now, well, now everyone's going to be waiting. They're going to be waiting for the moment. We did Dave. it this time. <laughs> well, uh, Dave, we're we're back. Uh, new episode, right? Yes, we're here. We are. Hi. When we're we're, and the Instagram exists again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. The, if if you listen to the last episode, which you absolutely should listen to the last episode because uh michael was an amazing guest i mean Um, listen to this one first but then listen (laughs) to the previous but we had a we had a really long-winded intro about how instagram took our account away but um guess what it's It's back back. (laughs) (laughs) so uh once again we are we are at aic underscore podcast um you know, we're not going to get into the details of, of of how it came back or why it came back, because honestly, we could... We don't know. We don't know. Um, we have thoughts, but uh, we're going we're gonna to keep those to ourselves. But the account is, uh, the account is back. So uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, and again, it's like I feel like we're repeating ourselves, but uh, our guest today is one of the people who was, who was uh, very helpful in spreading the word of our, uh, of our account mishap. Uh, our, our our befallen uh instagram account so uh i i guess i'm not burying the lead dave no, no uh not tonight <laughs> so if, if you follow us on instagram which again we're at aic underscore podcast again um you know how important toy photography is to us and uh and to the toy community writ large uh joining us today is a photographer that inspires us with his creativity and talent ultrasound technician by day crack toy photographer and the closest thing to a real life Pokemon trainer that we know by night. Welcome to the podcast, Adam Cavazos, AKA nostalgic Adam, Adam, welcome to adventures and collecting, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is, uh, this is very exciting. Um, and, uh, I gotta say, I, you know, I'm happy to have you guys back. Uh, not sure what's going on on the Instagram world inside of things, but it's always ha- it's always good to see you guys be back and be able to share the good news and and you know the the toy news going on throughout the community. Well, well, thank you. Uh, we're, we're we're happy we're happy to be back in front of our uh, the family we spent uh, the last three years yes. building. So you absolutely, know, it's it's good to be back. Yeah, that, that's what I was hearing on the, on the last one was uh, on your last cast was it, it was three years now that you guys have been been going on. I love that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I I can't. I can't imagine that, like when, when we started this, that we when we committed to it, <laughs> that we'd still be doing it three years later. But you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Or any of it, to be honest. 
This is true. This is true. I mean, we don't have a really great track record of committing of committing to hobbies, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it's also just the fact that, uh, you know, I think that people found it interesting and kind of care that that's that's really what's been able to kind of spur it forward. It definitely helps. You know, it, screaming into the wind is uh, is, is <laughs> isn't the most fun th- fun of things. So it's it's, it's nice. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult. So before we 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 jump in and and learn uh and and learn a whole lot more about you, Adam. Uh, since this is a an, a show about collecting, first thing we ask all of our guests, uh, what are you currently collecting? Oh man, when I when I saw the show notes, I was like, man. An easier question would be, what, what am I not collecting? Um, so any, anybody who follows me um, knows that I'm heavy into Jurassic. I'm heavy into Pokemon, Star Wars, um, Sonic, Nintendo, Yoshi. Like I collect a, a very broad spectrum of things, which which really hurts like my my wallet like a lot of times, especially with how much cool stuff's going on. Um, but I'd say right now I'm really really heavy into uh, Pokemon, Halo. Um, Jurassic, Star Wars, I, mean, I, I can keep going, but all those things I, I'm super into right now. Um, and a very obscure thing that is kind of new for me is uh, prototype toys. Uh, oh, okay. I found, um, it's crazy, like, because I, I work overnight over at, at the hospital, so like, um, I'm graveyard, so I have d- more downtime than I would say like a, a morning tech. And um I'm on like rabbit holes on YouTube videos and like posts and reddits and I'm looking at all these things and I find about prototype toys and I'm down this crazy prototype toy hole. So uh, that's what I've been collecting on the more obscure end right now. And I have a few in transit right now. So I'm pretty excited about it. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've bumped into the world of prototype toys here and there with, with some of our guests, uh, uh, going way back when we had Brian Volkweiss on, uh, he is a huge prototype uh, collector, and or so even Matt too. yeah, and 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 Matt Cardona, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's a it is a fascinating, fascinating world. Uh, yeah. You know, they were both talking about, uh, you know, like private Facebook groups that are specifically for people who collect prototypes and. Yeah, it's it's uh but I mean in some cases it's it's some of the only ways to get uh you know certain figures especially for like lines that got abandoned so like just just today right NECA announced that their their um their summer con exclusive is that lost wave of LJN Dungeon and Dra- Dungeons and Dragons figures so like the ones that were previously only available as prototypes you know they mm-hmm. they have the license to make them so they're making a uh, you know, four inch scale, like they're making those figures. So like if you, you know, like the, the, I forget what year it is. It's gotta be mid eighties. Wow. Um, those LJN Dungeons and Dragons figures, they're making the lost wave. So, you know, people have been waiting decades <laughs> for yeah. those figures to come out and they finally are. That's insane. Cause I look back at some of these older, older toys from, um, uh, the company called toy site. They, 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 they did a lot of Nintendo characters back in the day for in the nineties. And um, they had unreleased Banjo-Kazooie, um, like a, a toy side toy, like it was ready to go. They had it on the show floor, you know, ready to rock. And um, for whatever reason, you know, they, they just they never produced it. And um, 
this this person I follow on on YouTube and he's on uh, forums and stuff like that. His name's Nightram56, I believe is his is his handles, but he's a crazy cool Nintendo collector. He's awesome. Um he was the only one who had that prototype show, you know, toy. Um and he recently let it go because he wasn't really into um um collecting Banjo Kazooie anymore. Uh he sold it on his eBay listing. I think it was like three thousand dollars for that. Um and it, it's it's nuts because you think like looking back then you're like, man, like if only they would have just made that toy, like how successful that, that would have been, you know? So that's a toy that will never get made now. Cause toy site doesn't obviously have the, I don't even think they're around, but they don't even have a license anymore, but that's cool that Dungeons and Dragons is bringing figures, you know, to life now that were supposedly, you know, canceled or prototypes and not coming. So that, that's cool. That's like, that's definitely a bittersweet thing to see. Now, one of the things that you are most known for, of course, is, the toy photography aspect of collecting. Um, how did you get into the toy photography part and kind of really what kind of gets you going as far as that goes? Uh, man, you know, honestly it was, I, I had like a bunch of toys as it, as it is. Um, just, I was just already a casual collector at the time. This was like 2000. 17, 16, I've been a collector my life, my entire life, but I was more up to date on things around that time frame. Uh, but I was just casually going through Instagram and I, I saw some people, you know, posting photos with, with their toys and they looked really cool. You know, they made them look like, you know, really authentic. Uh, one of them was uh, Wolfside Jordan. I met him a few times. He's awesome. He inspired me to, to take up this hobby. Uh, Sweat Picks, Spencer, he was one of the, uh, another one that I saw just on my Instagram feed of just these these photos and I was like wow like that's like so awesome like I have all these toys like I should try to do something like that and I had an old DSLR camera and I uh just started taking pictures and and here we are like almost almost what four or five years later now yeah I mean it's it's so talking to you know a bunch of photographers now over over the last three years and kind of uh, you know going from like dabbling in it as part of doing unboxings to like just taking toy photography, you know, almost, almost daily at this point. Um, it's, it's so interesting to see how everybody fell ass backwards (laughs) into it. Like, like there are very few people who one day decided like, I'm going to be a toy photographer. And like the only, the only people I could really think of or person I should say is, is Mitchell, Mitchell Wu, who was like Mm. a wedding photographer and hated doing it and like hated the, like photography gig and to like decompress would take pictures of toys and finally was just like no this is what i'm gonna do um yeah. and obviously mitchell being one of the rare examples of somebody who who turned it into like a full-fledged career right? right um but it's it's so interesting to see how like you know people start like just taking them with their phone and then all of a sudden you know they have real you know real cameras and lights and yeah it's it's wild Right. And, and, you know, when you, t- when you say, when, when you mentioned about having a phone, I feel like a lot of people get discouraged, you know, cause they, they see some of us and I honestly just, I bought my new camera, which I, I paid, a, paid a pretty penny for, but I had an, an old DSL camera from like, uh, 2000 and what are we at? 2022 right now. So 2010, I had it for like almost 12, 12 years. And honestly, it barely took better photos than like a standard iPhone that you can have in your pocket right now. Um, and I had that forever and I took, you know, all my photos on that until I just recently upgraded. But um, 
I feel like a lot of people get discouraged, you know, because they don't, you know, have all the fancy cameras and all the lenses and stuff like that. And, and you know, you, you don't need a lot of that stuff, you know, as long as you have your phone and, and obviously lighting is a big thing, you can create some awesome things. I know a lot of people that do do that. And people have done comparisons and that's something I would like to do in the future is, is, you know, take the same shot on my DSL, DSLR camera and then the same shot on my iPhone and then, you know, edit it the same way and just show a, a difference between the two, you know, um, so I think that's important for people to know that you don't need all the fancy stuff. You know, you just just start shooting, just start taking photos. So, so speaking of gear, um, you know, you mentioned that you have a, uh, you know, that you just got a new camera. Uh, since this really is kind of one of the first profiles that we've done on on a toy photographer, um, let's let's do a little gear talk here. What what are you shooting on and editing with? Yeah, um, well, I have I just now picked it up. It's a, a Canon um, EOS R, and it's a fantastic camera. It was it was it was a toss up between um, the Sony uh, of this style and this Canon, and uh, I've just kind of been a Canon guy. Um, I, I I I do think Sony does a better job as far as video recording. I think they they have that in the bag, um, uh, but I just I love the way the Canon felt, the way it looked, and I'm just more familiar with that. So I'm using this Canon DSLR camera, um, and uh, as far as lighting goes. Um, you know, I just picked up a bunch of lights and stuff off off Amazon. I have these these Amer- Ameren aperture lights, and uh, they come with these little filters. And so there's a bunch of different colors, and you can slide them out and combine them and create different hues and stuff like that for whatever scene you're trying to create. And um, those work really well. Uh, they're they're cheap. They're like fifty bucks. I have like four of them, and um, they they help me in a lot of ways. So, um, but other than that, and then I have just like a a, a geek a geek auto tripod and um just my lights and then as far as editing goes um man uh, edit photoshop is insane you know some of the stuff that people do out there is 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 crazy i've barely scratched the surface and i'm still learning i, I pick up everything that i learn off youtube and i encourage everybody to do that if, if you don't know how to do something look it up on youtube that's exactly what i do like how do i create flames for charizard i looked it up on youtube and i you know started doing it and doing it and doing it and then that looks you know better now than what it, what it first did. Um, so I use, uh, Adobe Lightroom and then Adobe Photoshop and just combine those things with my toys and, and then, uh, have my, my photos. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing the amount of free instruction you can get on YouTube and how smart like search is right because mm-hmm. if it, it's it, it a lot of times like at least I've noticed if I'm searching for something that's that's editing related before I can even finish typing it in in YouTube it's already completed like <laughs> <laughs> it, it already knows where my where my my brain is going and it's just like oh there's probably you know hundreds of other people searching this exact same thing right yeah. um but yeah same thing like you know we did a, a video uh, for our first annual Archie Awards, and I had no idea how to do, uh, like keying with like a green screen to to make something happen, like in the background. And yeah. it was I just remember going like, well, I guess I'll go to YouTube and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of YouTube. I, I I love YouTube so much, and and just it's it's crazy. Anything and everything you could think of is pretty much on there. So you've gotten a chance to get uh, a first crack at Pokemon from our mutual friends at Jazzwares. How did that opportunity come your way? Man, uh, I, I I love the team over at Pokemon team over at Jazzwares. They 
they are so connected with the fans, the fan base and the community and what people are looking for. And, and they, they just know how to interact. Um, it doesn't matter if you have a hundred thousand followers or like a thousand followers or less than that. They, they, they respond, they interact, they like your stuff, they see it. Um, and honestly, I started, I, I, I met them just by doing my toy photography stuff. Um, I, I can't even think of, of, of a specific moment. Um, I think maybe Aaron had shared one of my, he had followed me and then maybe she shared something that I had done. And, um, he, this was when he was, uh, you know, he, he had his hands in Halo and Pokemon at the time. Um, it might've been, he saw my Pokemon and Halo shots. I think it was my Aerodactyl shot that I did. And, um, we just started connecting that way and he started seeing a little bit more of my stuff and, you know, we would communicate and chit chat back and forth. And then I met uh, Leah and Andy and, and then, you know, and then I met the, the rest of the crew and it, it, it just started, you know, they just kind of welcomed me in like, like family, just like talking to me and just, you know, it's just, it's awesome. I, I can't say enough good things about them. Yeah. They, they are so like, we, we've found that yeah, same they're experience. Really cool. They're not only are they a, like approachable and communicative, but like they're so engaged, yes. like from, from Jeremy yes. down, like they are just all so engaged. Absolutely. And I think as a toy company or any, any, any business in general, when you communicate with, you know, your, your buyers, um, your fans or anything, and you, you know, you, uh, like, like you said, you, you're more approachable. You're going to have that fan or that seller the rest of their life for the most part, you know, and they, they do a good job of that. Um, and it's something I like to see with other toy companies. Um, but they, they just, yeah, they, I, I feel like they have a lot of, you know, loyal fans now for life just because of the way they interact with the community. Plus they're just fun. Like, <laughs> like they have a, they have such a fun team over there like just personality wise yes and and you know i will say this too is uh, uh they know their stuff like they're 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 not only you know it's not only their their job quote unquote but they're fans of the products themselves you know like like aaron aaron can school i think anybody that i anybody that i that i know or anybody that's i would say even works for the higher ups from pokemon he could probably lay down some serious knowledge on on some folks up there that they probably don't even know yet you know he he is just a wealth of knowledge and that that exudes through him in the toys that he makes and, and the passion is because he loves the product he loves pokemon he's he grew up with it and when you have your heart and soul and passion into it like it shows through your work and it it's just yeah he's he's fantastic yeah, talk about bringing bringing us to school. I mean, school was in session when he when he was uh, when he was on the pod. Yes, yeah, I, I remember that was that was a really good pod. Yeah. So, so you mentioned at the top, uh, you know, the the things that you're you're collecting right now, uh, and and right now, especially for things like Pokemon and and Jurassic with the with the new movie like coming out imminently. Um, yes. You, you have you have a lot to choose from lots of lots of new lines lots of new plastic um what are yeah. what are your favorite toys to shoot right now uh man I, I'm, I'm sitting in my my collection room or my game room um and i'm just looking at everything and it's just ah there's so much my favorite things it's got it's got to be pokemon um 
Pokemon, and then uh, Jurassic has their new Hammond collection, which is a three seven five highly articulated scale figures. Um, it's 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 like their Amber collection, which is a six inch line, um, but it's now in the three seven five inch. So it seems like they they might be kind of straying away from the Amber collection and going into the Hammond collection. Um, but I love those those figures so far. Right now, they've already this this line just was announced as you as y'all know. Uh, but they have the two Raptors that we have uh, Ian. Uh, we have Rexy, the Transverse Rex, on the way with its – oh, my God. The detail on that dinosaur is insane. It's got a glass eye, crazy articulation. I I, I can't wait for that. So um, Pokemon Hammond Collection from Jurassic and then um, Halo is obviously my, 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 my third. Um, can't get enough of the world of Halo. I was – I've been a six-inch guy for a while now. I mean, I've always been a three, seven, five-inch guy, but um, you know, you look at Black Series and things like that, and you know, so Black Series I think really helped create a more six-inch line for for other you know toy companies. But um, I used to be really heavy into the Halo six-inch figures, but I've kind of gone back to the three, seven, five. They just they're they're they're, they're a lot. Uh, I don't know. They're they're more playable, and uh, there's just there's so much to them. There's a, a bigger um, world building aspect for them that I, I love well i mean they're they're one of those lines much like star wars and 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 frankly like like the jurassic figures um where they they require big pieces like they're they're normal sized people with yeah. with big set pieces so whether it's the yeah. whether it's the warthogs and uh and like some of the the more like alien monster type characters in in halo or obviously dinosaurs in in jurassic the the you know the jurassic world line um or you know starships in star wars you know that that's why that that 375 scale is always going to be kind of uh you know the 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 butter zone if you will for uh for for world building absolutely yes yeah i, I couldn't agree with you more uh-huh and and by the way the the amber collection is officially dead Ugh. so so six inch six inch jurassic figures that don't they are they are not coming <laughs> they're they're done when i saw that latest target sale where they were just like letting them go 50 percent off i was like i was like oh i think this is the end for it um but yeah you know, when it, they when they had one of those i want to say it was geez um might have been february march when they had that that first kind of like little target mini reveal and they did the the little interview for like their their like winter collector con uh-huh. um they they had somebody from the Mattel team and they were gave the kind of like you know we're we're you know we're we're moving you know back towards kind of like the idea of the legacy collection but we want to treat it the way that we treated the amber collection so this is the Hammond collection it was all of like the PR speak for Rest in peace, Amber Collection. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's sad because I I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I get it, you know, because like I get it. You know, you, you, tr- you try to make a, a 112 scale Rexy, you know, how much is that going to cost? Especially with like inflation and things going up right now. It's like people are already a little tight, you know, as it is on money. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's getting harder to buy, you know, toys. So, I mean, I can only imagine how much a, a 112 scale Rexy w- would have cost. But, you know, it's interesting to think about now, like, where do you think collecting wise and value wise, the Amber, Amber collection can and will be now, you know, especially you look at the, 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 the Dilophosaurus, it's, 
it was, it seemed like it was like, you know, rarely made, you know, there was, there, there was a limited number of them and then they just like kind of stopped and they go for like $230 now for a once was, you know, $20, you know, item. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, uh, I'm very curious how value wise that, that Amber collection will, will be. I think certain things like the, the dinos, I'm sure uh, the Raptors, they made a ton of those. So I think it's going to be quite some time before, you know, you start seeing, you know, mint on card ones that are going to go for a decent amount, but dinosaurs are forever popular. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah. going to retain some sort of value. I will say in, in terms of Amber collection figures that did surprise me because I, there, there, I had a, a joke going on with a, not a, not a joke, but like we had a little bit of a laugh with one of our followers that he said that every every now every now and then then uh, every every blue moon I think he said um, it's the uh, the summer of of Pratt and this is this is this is another summer of Pratt we've we've reached yeah. we've reached another one where 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 um, hashtag Chris Pratt summer right. is happening and and when he said that I thought it would be really funny to do a picture of Star Lord and Owen Grady together with like a raptor like just doing like some sort of like mashup picture and i was like yeah nobody's buying the amber collection anymore i should be able to get an own own pretty cheap yeah no uh. <laughs> no I, and and like i went to go see the prices for even like a loose one was like 35 40 dollars and forget it like a new one they're going for like 60 70 80 dollars really wow i didn't know that wow that's that's wild now I don't know if that's just because of the timing, right? Because like the new movie's coming, and people may, you know, again for the same, not the same goofy reason that I was looking to pick one up, but like, you know, it just again, you know, the one twelve scale is so popular. It's the, you know, it is, frankly, I, you know, I feel like it for a lot of people, it is kind of the main scale, like you said, with things like Star Wars: The Black Series, and Marvel Legends, and uh, GI Joe. Yeah. So you know. I, I guess with the movie coming out might, you know, the aftermarket will kind of see a little bit of a surge, but my, uh, my, my Chris Pratt summer picture is just going to have to be star Lord now. Yeah, he, he has the upcoming uh, Mario movie too, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. That, that got pushed back to next year, 2023, right? Yeah, I believe, I believe you're right. Uh, real quick um, for you and anybody who's maybe listening. Um, I would highly recommend before it sells out, and before it's going to be a $230 figure is to buy the Jurassic World Amber Collection male Velociraptor from Target. I believe it's a Target exclusive. Um, it's still in stock and it's, I think it's like 30 bucks. Um, and I mean, I would highly recommend y'all to get that because it is just a beautiful piece. And I am no way, shape or form endorsed by Mattel, Jurassic or Target, but as a fan and as a friend, I definitely recommend y'all pick that up because, um, if you want to look at it as investment wise, I think it's going to hold an amazing value. Or if you want to as a collector, um, pick that up now for sure. And it's, I, I actually, I, I picked one up when it was, one of them was like on clearance, one of the target Raptors, the oh, Amber yeah. Raptors. And they are beautiful. The like, I wasn't expecting the tail to be like a wired, like bendy rubber tail, like have like a bendy wire in the tail was yeah. not expecting that on top of it being, you know, an articulated ball joint. Mm -hmm. There's way, way more joints in that thing than I had ever could have ever hoped for. Like, it's like, it, honestly, it's, it's pretty perfect. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. And now a word from our sponsors. And now back to the show. 
Um, so Pokemon cards are a big part of what you showcase. Um, are there any other cards that you collect? Okay, as far as cards go, uh, yes, um, Digimon. So I used to collect Digimon cards uh, back in the day, and um, I still have uh, like a handful of them. A handful of them. Um, I dabbled with Yu-Gi-Oh um, recently, but I had a crap ton of Yu-Gi-Oh cards back in the day as well. I still have them. Um, and uh, so as far as like current cards, just Digimon here and there. Like if I see like a cool art that's in a set, yeah, I'll pick up some packs, you know, and, and, and see if I can pull it. But Pokemon is and has always been my trading card love, and it will pretty much always be that way. Yeah, and, and like, they've they've come a, a long way, you know, the <laughs> Pokemon cards. Like, I because yes. I, mm-hmm. when I when I was collecting them, it was, you know, 1996, right? Probably 1996, 1995, somewhere around there. When they when they first really, the, the, the first wave of, like, Pokemania really hit. You know, right, in yeah. in the United States, yeah. and um, you know, I, I I remember, like, I made this this not this joke, but I made this kind of observation. Uh, you know, when we did our last Pokemon episode, was, uh, you know, when the last time I paid attention to Pokemon, short of you know two years ago, there were only 151 of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's there's a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting very close to a thousand. Yes, it's wild. That's absolutely wild. And Digimon and almost ten times, right? Yes, in just about as many years. No, a little bit more. It's been a little more than ten years. Yeah. But um, the uh, the the other thing too, you mentioned Digimon. I like that was something where I couldn't believe that that was still a thing. And I mean, like the the actual Digimon devices like the little like tamagotchi style devices are, are back too. bandai is making new ones uh-huh yeah the i think it was the it's the third gen that had uh i think it's tie it, i think it's tie it's tie and tie is like older now but it's um oh god what's his name davis davis tie and ken uh i forget tie he's he's older but it's it's davis and 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 ken they have like the third gen Digivice. Back in the day when those came out, they're like, you know, the Gigapets, Tamagotchis and stuff like that, like you were saying. Um, those hold extreme value right now. Like if you can if you have one of those from from back in the day, those go for like almost two hundred dollars. You know, it's it's get out of here. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I had the Wormmon one, it was a green one, and I can't find it for the life of me because I was like, Oh god, I gotta put this on my shelf somewhere, but I can't find it. And then I like Googled it, like, okay, I gotta see how you know how much does it cost. It was like $160, $200. I was like, what? I was like, this is insane. Oh my God. It's, it's that, it's that, uh, that collector boom that we're going through. Every, everybody, yep. everybody spent, we, we were just talking about this the other day. Everybody spent the entire pandemic <laughs> going through their drawers. That's, yes. that's exactly, they're stuck in their house and they're like, what, what do I have that I haven't looked at or held in my hand for 20 years? You know? Yeah. It, it, it was it was definitely that and like a lot of people when i was like talking with people uh they were like they they wanted it was like almost like a a uh a, a feeling you know of 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 how they felt from back in the day you know like like oh man like we used to play mario party on nintendo 64 back in the day let's go let's we don't we can't go anywhere let's go pick one up from ebay or whatever and like all these people are doing this and that's like rising the prices 
uh, from, uh, from, from everything, you know, you got your Wii, you got Nintendo, you have PlayStation, Xbox, all, you know, so all the things that you can only do from back in the day or, or do at home that you wanted to relive from back in the day, like everything just skyrocketed. It was, it was uh, no pun intended, but people wanted that feeling of like nostalgic again, you know? Well, I mean, it's a good oh, yeah, thing. You, good thing you picked the name that you picked on, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was actually fun fact. That was a really hard name for you to pick from back in the day because I went through all different names and I was just like, I was like, you know, I just get nostalgic at them. I'm just feeling nostalgic. I'm just, I'm just gonna my, exude my nostalgic life on Instagram, and I'm just gonna be nostalgic at them. It's just Adam being nostalgic. You know, that's 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 how the name came to be. In case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it it's worked out for you. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. It pay, and and you got that that sweet new logo too. Love love the new logo. Thank you, man. Yeah, I I'm 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 not one to really show my face too much or like you know put myself out there. Um, but I've I've had a lot of people you know say hey like you know we like seeing your your interactions. We like you know seeing your responses and your face you know and stuff like that. So, um, which uh spoiler i have some awesome card opening videos i have two cameras now so i have some awesome uh pack opening videos that i'm going to be doing where you can actually see my face and see all the goofy expressions i make when i pull rare cards and stuff like that but uh but yeah thank you i i appreciate that um but yeah it's it's always been kind of harder for me to like show myself because i wanted to kind of be like under the radar and stuff like that but i was like you know what screw it it's my my Myself is within my name on Nostalgic Adam, so I got to just show myself a little bit more. So, speaking of your 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 new uh, dual camera uh, fancy setup, uh, what what's your favorite part about doing a card break? Ooh, man, just just pulling that card. You know, well, like when you are hunting for a specific card. Like for example, the last big one that I had was celebrations uh the og base set charizard they had that they reprinted for that i hunted and hunted and hunted and yes yes i spent more money on buying packs and stuff like that when i could have bought it outright yes i know that but just that feeling when you're hunting and you're you know doing these these things live on your instagram live or whatever and and you're you're trying to get it and you pull that card oh there is nothing like it you know uh i i posted the reel if if y'all are interested Scroll down, you'll find it somewhere of me pulling that card. But that is my favorite thing is when you get that card and you just are holding it, there's nothing like that. It just it brings you back. It brought me back anyways, back when I was like nine years old and I was deep into Pokemon. That that's the feeling that I had. And that was you, you you can't you can't buy that feeling. So I recently uh Dave and I recently did a card break together where I kind of filmed it and I I don't know anything about about card card collecting i know slightly more i know i know nothing like i know i know enough about like what a rare pokemon card looks like they've you know honestly they've since changed quite a bit where like the entire card is now hollow or foil or however like it's like almost like edge to edge how you know hollow um whereas i remember just being a little window but I'm, i'm watching dave pull you know you know, pull cards from what, what was it? It was like a blaster box, right? An AEW one. Yeah, it was an AEW blaster. And um, I'm sitting there behind the camera, initially not saying anything, just kind of watching. But then I, I found myself just like asking questions because Dave, Dave's like, you know, talking through the, the break as as one would as you know you're filming it, and <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
And there were times where I was like, well, great question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone want to leave a comment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there is so much to cards now. Like, um, I'm not familiar with the AEW card line. Uh, I, I think they're cool. And, and you know, that, that's that's awesome. There's awesome pieces you know, that you can, you can get from like, like autographs and things like that. And I think that's, that's awesome. Um, but there's so much, you know, there's like, there's like uh, in certain cards, like parallel rares and there's like, you know, these types of rares and stuff like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nuts. N- now does- yeah. Like there's, you know, two different kinds of like where based off of the different color foil is what, you know, and then some are numbered and right. there's, there's yeah. so many things where I'm like the, the first one I ever did um, I had found a like a regular box of AEW cards, and I'm like, in the comments, people are like, "Oh, that's this card," and I'm like, "Oh, I just thought it was another foil card because they look right. almost exactly the same." Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Even some cards are just like small differences, you know. Like, and then, but it's like, you know, big value, I guess. Uh, you know, between those two differences. So, do yeah. Pokemon cards still do first editions? they don't um okay. no um i'm trying to think i'm trying to think if they have anything that's comparable to a first edition no no they they, they stopped that i think after neo revelations or neo destiny i believe they stopped that um which good and bad you know i i i i like the appeal of first editions just like i like the appeal of chase but I hate trying to find a chase of something because it's. I feel like I spend forever trying to find it, you know. So yeah, yeah. Because I remember that back in the day, like if you had like, like I know now, like first edition Shadowless Charizard, like you know, is like the card. But I remember when I was when I was younger and I was collecting them, like my first edition Dragonite was like my favorite. Yeah. I loved that that gray card with like the like rainbow foil behind Dragonite. Yes, yeah, the one where he's sitting down, right? Yep, yep, uh-huh. the best. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's a great card. But yeah, it's 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 so it's so much fun like watching them because you know even even standing there watching Dave open the cards because like one of the cards was um had like a, a a clipping of like a ring gear like at like a like ring worn uh, ring gear was like in embedded in the card which completely like, blew my mind. But watching, you know, oh, you oh, 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 like oh, I, 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 I thought we, I, I didn't, I didn't get what you were saying. A ring, you know, like it was like piece of like the clothing that was like, yeah, yeah, hard. Okay, yeah, okay. it's like a, a, yeah, like a, a relic of like a t-shirt or like okay. somebody's, you know, pants, pants. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> you have a tiny two by two square of, Penta, of, pants. of Penta's shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was part of his sock. Hey, it's it's ring worn, man. Yeah, ring, uh, you might get some ring worm too <laughs> if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put that put that thing into a top loader and don't and wash your hands. Yeah, <laughs> don't pick it. But the the thing is, like watching watching these breaks and like you know you you referenced the one where you got that Charizard. I remember watching that and like I'm just grinning thinking about it again because the, the like joy is infectious. Yes. <laughs> like when one of those cards <laughs> hits. <laughs> Uh, so they're definitely if you're if you're sitting there thinking like i hope whoever's watching this is having as much fun as i am like everyone lives vicariously through these videos everyone does oh good good yeah that that was one of the things too where i was like you know what like 
you know, I, I got to set up two set up two cameras. You know, like some of the you know the the huge awesome YouTube uh, card breakers out there, they do that. And I was like, you know what, I got to do it. You know, like, and then thinking about, it, I was like, man, I wonder what my, what my face actually looked like when I actually pulled that card. And then I, I like want to know for my own self, like, like oh my god, like how goofy did I really look like this? Like oh, like oh, like <laughs> I can only imagine, you know. So I'm like, I got to do it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. Now you you mentioned the 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 Charizard uh the, the like the the reproduction one um being a really cool pull and and obviously you know I I can attest to having watched the video um but outside of that pull was there anything recently that comes to mind that you got where you were like through the moon ooh um not not to that level no um Ah, not to that level. I did pull some 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 very quality Charizard cards from Brilliant Stars. Um, one of them I did film, and I believe I put put that one on my Instagram. Um, and this was before I had two cameras, and I was and I was just kind of like I was opening a lot of packs on Instagram for a while, and I was like, you know what, I just, I want to just like relish in some like packs, like just mono e mono, just just myself. Um, so I had some cool cards off camera, um, but nothing that was that extent of that Charizard at that time. Um, but I think when uh, is it? I think it's Astral Radiance that's coming out. There is a another Charizard. It's 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 um, uh, it's Leon and Charizard. It's like an alternate. It's not an alternate, but it's a it's a character card. It's it's super cool, and uh, I'll I'll be pretty hyped if I pull that one. And it's, it's crazy, actually. There's, there, like I said earlier, there's so much going on with Pokemon. Like they have, like they're called Radiant cards, which is basically like the shiny Pokemon um, coming out in, in Astral Radiance, which is dropping, I think, next Friday. And there's like three shiny, or they call Radiant cards in there that they're doing, and they're the art styles are like what they did back in the day with like Neo destiny with your shining Noctile, your shining Charizard, your shining Steelix, Tyranitar, all that stuff where if you look at the light, if you look at the card and the hollow just right, like you can see the artwork so well, but if you turn it a certain way and like, it's kind of like discreet, it's, it's so cool. So they're like almost bringing that back into like a full art form. And then they have like Pokemon, Co- Pokemon go cards coming out. And it's just, it's insane. Like, ugh. It's crazy. I, I I hate it because like my I just ah my wallet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so so you you recently did a a very special uh, edition of a card break uh, in in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. So um for those for those that are unaware, why don't you tell us a little bit about that uh that very special uh, dual card break that you did. Yeah, you know that was really cool. Um, I was really nervous about that, by the way, because um, <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, like maybe she's gonna be like super f- professional, but like, no, I ain't doing that." But um, so um, I, I just, I just had a, a, a my first child was born. Uh, I had a, a baby girl, and um, and I congratulations, knew- welcome, welcome to the girl dad club. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Very excited. Uh, my wife's on girl duty on on baby duty right now while I'm on the cast, uh, but it was. It was awesome. I, I knew I wanted to implement Pokemon cards at some point, you know, whether it was, um, I even had like the, the, the most obscure idea where I was like, while the baby's coming up, I'm going to open up cards and I'm going to have the nurse fill me while I'm opening up cards, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, 
I should probably maybe not do that. My wife's like in pain. And here I am just like, here we go. We have Ghastly. We have we have Pikachu. We have, you know. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, can, I ain't going to do that. No. And I was like, okay, well, what if I had the doctor? We'll do a pack battle. That was my idea. I was like, okay, let, let me try that. And so, you know, baby comes out healthy. Everything's good to go and stuff like that. Doctor's cleaning up, take us off all her, all her uh, PPE gear and all that stuff. And, um, and so I was like, hey, you know, would you be okay if we did like a, a pack battle, Pokemon pack battle? And and she she like looked at me like 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 okay. And she's like, I've done a lot of things, but I haven't opened up Pokemon cards before. So she's like, let's do it. And I was like, okay, do you, do you mind if we film it? Is this okay? And she's like, sure. She's like, uh, she's like, totally cool. Make sure you tag me. And I was like, okay, cool. And so we did. We her and I did brilliant stars back to back pack battle and. Uh, it ended up being it ended up being uh, an awesome pack battle. It, it was a draw, and uh, she ended up pulling a really good card, and I pulled a character card, and it was it was awesome. It was it was really cool, and it was really cool of her to do that with me, you know, because it's it you know it was just it was really special. It was really cool. It was adorable. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was fun. I I still think about like me trying to pull open up a pack while the baby's coming out i was like that would have been such a bad idea yeah that that wouldn't that would not have been that would not have been good <laughs> no, not at all. i could only imagine the hate you know that would have probably got if it went viral you know the oh my god she's suffering and you're opening up cards you know like oh my god especially if you had like a mega pull during it yeah you know like that would have been yeah i mean it would have been in the end, it would have been hilarious, yeah. but like, but like, you know, it's just you did, you did, you made the better choice there, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Sure. I, 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 yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent. And you know, I, I'm with you. I brought, I brought toys to the hospital with me for when my, when, uh, when my, my uh, second daughter was born, uh, when, when, when Callie was born. Uh, I bought uh, pocket figs with yeah. me into the hospital, and I took, a, I took a picture of them, you know, with her in the. Uh, you know, in the, the little, uh, the little bassinet, little hospital bassinet. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it's, it, it's to the point where these hobbies are, you know, a significant part of our lives, right? You know, it's, right. it's, it's something that these, you know, whether, whether they like it or not, these kids are going to grow up with. <laughs> so, you know, might, might as well introduce them from day one, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that was something that I wanted to do was to bring bring something. I brought the two little plush. I brought a Bulbasaur plush and a and a Lucario plush. And um, yeah, I wanted to bring a little something, you know, because you know this stuff that we have and that I have is eventually going to be hers, you know, at, at one point. So got to introduce her earlier than 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 probably I wanted to, but it's, it's okay. So so speaking of the the new baby in the house, uh, once again, con- congratulations. Yeah. Um, how are you finding the the dad work play balance so far? Not terrible. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Um, but what what's really in my favor is I work overnights at the, at the hospital, um, like I kind of mentioned earlier. And so I work um, weekend nights. I work three 12-hour shifts. Um, so I, I have basically full-time hours at 36 hours. And so that gives me four days off. So... Um, it took me a while to get to that point, but, uh, it's, 
I having four days off is is so awesome, and that allows me, you know, time to relieve my wife, you know, you know during during the week, so so she can get her full her full sleep, um, and that gives me time to create content and you know be a dad and you know also you know exude you know do all my hobbies and all my my nerdy things. So it's 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 so far so good. I mean, the first week or two was a little rough, just trying to get sleep going and you know and get like a, a routine going, but I think we've kind of got it down now. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I, I am more tired now than I have ever been in my, in my entire life with, with two, two in the house. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I used to be a night owl, not so much anymore. Like I'm totally cool with going to bed at like nine 30 every night. If, <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, it, it just, uh, you got to find the balance. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, it just like anything, it takes, takes some time, you know, it, it takes a few weeks to get a rhythm going. Well, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, uh, that you're, you've, you've, you're already hitting your, your stride with that because, uh, as babies go, get ready for none of that to make sense at the next like mile marker when, oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when they start growing and, and regressing and changing their minds and having opinions and, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I can I, I can see right now. I'm, I'm sitting in this room, and I can just I I can hear like I'm in the other room, but my my daughter is is in this room, and I just hear a crash, and it's like oh, the, the shelves just all the toys fell over. <laughs> well, there's so you know you never know. I you know like I said, I have I have two. My my first never never dreamed of touching anything that was in like dad's toy space like she was she is extremely even to this day like extremely respectful like you know when she wants to play she asks and there are certain things that she she knows she can and you know certain things she knows she can't yeah the the little one once she is tall enough to reach things they need to move higher like it's just <laughs> everything everything is in constant effort to make it as close to the ceiling as possible because wow. she is one of those kids that like when they say kids get into everything you know like she gets into everything oh man so yeah it's uh you never know which one you're gonna get until they start moving mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. which will be exciting <laughs> Uh, so, so with that, I think it's time for us to head into some Q and a cool. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy toys, a traditional mom and pop toy store in little falls, New Jersey. Chubsy Wubsy toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement, searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at 106 Main Street in Little Falls, New Jersey, or online at chubzywubzy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. So uh, we posted a... Uh, uh, I, always, I always trip over this. We posted a post. i got to figure out a better way to say this on, on the episodes. But we, we sent a post out on, on Instagram... Uh, asking for questions. Um, so if you are interested in asking questions to future guests on Adventures in Collecting, uh, once again, make sure you're following us at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, because every time we have a new guest, we ask for questions. And uh, this this week, we have three questions coming at us from uh, from three of uh, of our followers, your mutual followers, I believe. 
uh, on uh, on Instagram. And Dave is going to kick us off with the first one. Yes. Um, so at work more or less asks, what do you struggle with most when it comes to collecting or, and photography? Ooh, good question. Good question, Jason. Um, let's see here. With collecting, um, <laughs> my biggest struggle is to um, stop collecting. Uh, hey, wait, no, 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 you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that, that's, that's blasphemy, you can't say that here. Um, no, but um, it, it, uh, I get, okay, so, so y'all asked me this earlier, like what am I currently collecting? And I, and I get that, this asked a lot, like what, what am I collecting? What, what am I looking for? I'm always casually looking for something. Um, and, and I mean that with, uh, there's things on, on, on the back burner that if I was at Savers or a thrift store or somewhere and I saw a specific item that was maybe vintage or whatever, I'm like, gotta have it, you know? Um, so I think my, my, my biggest struggle is, I guess, being satisfied with collecting. Cause there's always something that like, I'm trying to, I'm always trying to hunt down that one specific thing. And, and uh, real quick, long story, very short. I was hunting a 1997, um, Nintendo beanie it's it's uh, uh like a bean bag kind of like a beanie baby it's from yoshi story it's like 1997 um it was a a uh like a pre-order item so for nintendo 64 if you pre-ordered yoshi story through toys r us they would give you a little, a little voucher and uh in the voucher it would say hey you know um this is a mail-in select whether you want a white yoshi or a black yoshi and so people would, you know, mail them off and choose whatever one they wanted. And I never ha- did that or had that back in the day. You know, I was like seven years old, so I didn't know what was going on. Um, so uh, Yoshi is my all-time favorite Nintendo character. I was hunting that specific white Yoshi. It took me 15 years to find that Yoshi. So it, there's always something that I'm like looking for. But um, yeah, so that's my biggest struggle is is just trying to find that, I guess, satisfaction or, you know, satisfied you know, and then, uh, with photography, uh, it's gotta be like lighting, you know, it's like, eh, I, yeah, lighting is, is, is hard for me sometimes, you know, it's just like trying to pose something in a certain way. And I'm like, man, like the, the lighting just looks so bad right here. Like, what am I doing? Is it like, you know, do I got to go this way or this way? Or, you know? So, so lighting is definitely my biggest struggle. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. Well, I, I I'm with you there on the the lighting, uh, and and to to Jason who asked this question, who is like one of the kings of toy photography lighting yes. out there. His his photos and and uh, at I have Watu, I, like those are the two. Oh, if if I need to like if I need lighting inspiration, I usually go to their photos and try to figure out like scroll through and figure out like what direction their lights are coming from. And, right. Yeah, that's that's like they are. They are like kings among men yes. <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to lighting. A, a lot to learn from them, a hundred percent. Dave, you want to do the next one? Yeah, we could do the next one. All right. At M C Calrine asks, what motivates you to share your passion? Ooh, um, uh just support like um 
like like the like I get so much like feedback and 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 interaction and engagement um from people that that are, are just like me you know like like or that are just like us I should say that that you know love Star Wars or they or they they love Jurassic or hey I used to have that when I was a kid and like like you're showing this now like I got to find that or or I because you showed me this thing that I used to have when I was a kid like I just bought one on eBay like you know um so I think just the engagement and and that like hey like like there's so many of us out there that are just that that love these things and and to be able to express them and share them with other people and they respond and they love it and you know and they and that maybe motivates them to 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 buy toys or to even like I've had people like this is the coolest thing I've had people like say like hey like I want to do toy photography because of some of the stuff that you've done like that is like like what man like dude that that is so cool like that's what motivates me is is to be like a positive um influence in the community you know that that's that's what keeps me going that's what motivates me the most and our last question uh comes to us from at astonishing pics uh do you have any rituals or processes when you shoot oh man <clears throat> um david good question david uh Yes and no. Um, I will, br- I will brainstorm something for a while. Like, like, um, well, I was going to say, if, if you don't mind me to, to, to hit you with an example of one of the shots that I like features something that I absolutely love. And I, I love the effect that you landed with it. You yeah. recently did, um, ghastly coming like out of the Pokemon card with the, like the smoke behind it and stuff. Yeah. Like, like where does an idea like that come from? Oh man. Um, <laughs> uh, funny is, uh, actually Yu-Gi-Oh helped me, um, think of that idea. So, so <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh anime, um, so the, the, are any of y'all familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh at all? I, I mean, I, I know what it is. I've probably seen an episode or two of it. It's the, with the kid with the big yellow hair and like the yeah. magic cards, right? Yeah. So, um, so basically they're, they're called, a, a, a dual monsters and, and Yu-Gi-Oh is, is kind of like a form of, 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 it's like a, it's a trading card game as well. But in the anime, um, you would summon a card. So you would summon a monster and, um, you're on this digital playing field. And when the, the, the so Yugi would summon like the dark magician and this digital card would, would, would show on this, on this, this digital ground and the monster would come out of the card onto this digital, you know, battlefields and they would you know duel and fight um so i got the inspiration of 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 a pokemon at that at that, at that point coming out of the pokemon card um based on uh, on Yu-Gi-Oh seeing that and then um so i just i, I you know the gassy shot was 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 hard to shoot because i was like man like the lighting is again the lighting <laughs> the lighting is so hard to get this just right and um so it just, it just took some time to, to like figure it out. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to use atmosphere aerosol, which I did. And it looked great. And I was like, okay, but it's still missing something like, uh, you know, okay. Well, my wife has a fog machine. So I grabbed her fog machine and I used that as well. I was like, okay, it's, it's still not hitting what I need to hit. And so I'm like thinking of all these things. And then I use like, like, um, like teddy bear cotton. You can buy this at like Michael's and stuff like that. It's like filler cotton you can put into stuffed animals to make them, you know, 
fluffy again. And so I, I got some of that and, and I, and I spread it all out and I got, you know, I put it between the card and coming out of the card and, and I covered up gassy stand and I covered up my light better than I had it before. And, um, and it, and it just came together so well after that. And, and yeah, it's just, it, it was a crazy process because a lot of times in my photography, like I think I have a really good shot and idea and position and posing. And then I tweak a little bit. I'm like, Oh no, this is even better. And then I tweak it a little bit more. I'm like, Oh my God, this is even better. And then I, you know, and then the chain kind of happens. And I look back at the very first idea and I was like, like, that was dumb. That looks so dumb. Like, like, you know, where it started with, but yeah. Well, it's, it's great too, you know, with stuff like that, like, like I'm looking at that post right now as, as you're kind of talking about it. Um, and, and for those listening, I'll make sure that I, I share this in stories when the episode goes live. So that way you can see the post, you have a visual to go along with it. But it's what, to me, it's crazy with shots like this because you look at the final one, right. And like, you know, you can see the, you, you kind of nailed the like smoky glow coming out from behind the card and the way the card is sitting. Like it really, it really does look like the Pokemon card is coming to life. And then, you know, you look at the background and you see that there's like, you know, you're in, there's trees and there's grass and everything. And like, you don't really know what part of it is practical and what part of it is kind of, you know, massaged and edited in Photoshop. And then as you swipe through, you're like, oh, this, he, he hasn't, this is an upside down, like baby wading pool and there's there's fake trees and there's this huge mountainous background behind it oh and there's like other little you know pokemon battle figs that are just kind of chilling underneath the trees and then you know that last view of like your your dog walking underneath the setup as (laughs) as you're sitting there spraying with the the aerosol and it's just like oh this is like this is the furthest thing from like a like a a studio with like this finesse and like you realize that like, Oh, like I could totally do this too. Like, Mm. you know, look at how he got this final shot from like a very practical setup, Mm -hmm. you know, in a, in, in a very normal environment that everyone has pretty much everyone has access to, right? Like it's just a room. Absolutely. That, uh, thank you for the the kind words on that. That's, that's awesome. And and the way you broke it down was, was, I love that. Um, that was one of the things that like, I, I, I love with photography is, or toy photography is you, you can go, you know, super practical or you do nothing but practical. You can go, you know, super Photoshop, do nothing but Photoshop. Both are great. Both are awesome. Both have their qualities for sure. I like to do like a combination of, of both. Um, but that was another thing too, is like, like with my photography, like I love the practical effects and I love being able to like show everyday items that you could use and utilize into your photos yourself. Like, so you don't need to be like this awesome wizard at at Photoshop to be able to get like a really cool shot. You can, you know, add some, you know, some, um, some stuffing here, some, you know, the little fake trees, which I picked up from target, you know, for there were like three bucks, you know, like, you can add all these real elements. You don't need to, you know, sit down and do hundreds of hours of Photoshop to figure out how to get a, get a good photo. Just, you know, throw some cool real stuff in there and just, you know, mess with your lighting and then, you know, take some photos. Well, you know, I have to say, you know, keep sharing those, those pullbacks, those behind the scenes shots, because they, they really are like, not even just to me as another toy photographer. Like I've spoken to people where they're, 
seeing how, where they comment saying, you know, seeing how it's done almost makes the final product like more impressive. Yeah, the process is definitely, I think, the coolest part of some of this um, and getting to like see a lot of these shots in action and kind of how they came together is is so cool and mm. it's you know i think a, a vital part to what makes you know the process makes the product is uh you know kind of a thrown around phrase but it's or thrown thrown around uh kind of statement but it's it's true you know seeing seeing the behind the scenes is is really cool to just see kind of what really goes into it mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. And and they're fun to take too because people like like, oh my god, like that that's how you did it. And you know, like and and you, you get to bounce ideas off of people too, you know, which which is which is so great, you know. You get to pick we're all we're all learning together, you know. So I get to learn things from, you know, Jason from Work More or Less. You know, I get to learn things from Astonishing Pigs, David, you know, learn things from you guys, you know, it's just everybody, you know. So I think posting those behind the scenes is 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 like you said, it's it's important. So with that, that brings us to the the end of our of our Q and A, uh, and and unfortunately, it brings us to the last question of 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 the interview here. So, uh, Dave, would you like to fulfill your role as this podcast's James Lipton and ask our final question? Yes, absolutely. The last question we ask all of our guests: What is your strangest and or favorite piece in your collection? It can be one of each, or it can be both. Okay, uh, strangest. Let me look around real quick. Okay, I, I could already tell you what my favorite piece is. My favorite piece is I touched on it a little bit ago. <clears throat> is that um, nineteen ninety seven Yoshi story? Um, so again, there, there's two colors. There's a black Yoshi and a white Yoshi. I, I'm very fortunate to have two black Yoshis, um, and then I also have the white one that I was hunting for 50, fifteen years. Uh, but that is by far my favorite piece. Um, in my collection, hands down, hundred percent. If the house was on fire, I grab those first, and then I grab my baby. Just kidding, I'll grab the baby first. <laughs> <laughs> um, strangest piece? Oh man, I don't have crazy. Okay, well, uh, okay. I, I guess this is this is probably my strangest piece, maybe. But I think in my heart, also um, equally as cool is. Um, and I recently just picked this up. If, if uh, I know y'all saw this, but if, if you've been following me, I I, I I like to go and offer up a lot. And so I go and offer up and and uh, try to find cool stuff. But uh, I found this listing for a life-size um, promo Yoda from Star Wars Episode One. It was a blockbuster display promo. This guy had it. He had it on there. Um, he also had some other cool Star Wars things. Anyways, I ended up picking it up from him. But it's like... It is the the ugly rendition of Yoda from when he was the puppet from Phantom Menace, um, but it is so beautiful and it's it's a life size like in basically mint condition statue, and that's probably my strangest piece. Um, but I love it because it's a super obscure blockbuster, which was one of my favorite things growing up. Me and my dad used to go rent blockbuster movies every time uh, I was over at his his house. So that was a special part to me, but you know, they're not, they're no longer around star Wars Phantom Menace is, you know, getting older by the, by the year and you just can't find pieces like that anymore. So it's definitely my strangest piece, but, but an awesome piece. I still can't wait for a picture of, of Yoda and the baby. 
Yeah, I know. I know. People are like, "Oh, do do Baby Groot and a baby, do Baby Yoda and the baby." I'm like, oh, I, I know. I got to figure out how to do them good, though. You know. Yeah, that's that's one. Maybe when 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 she gets a little bit older, you know. Exactly. But I, I, we'll we'll be hanging on, wait, waiting for, yeah. <laughs> waiting for the moment. Either that, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't frighten her because that 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 version of Yoda is is not is not very friendly. No, no, that on is- the eyes. <laughs> that is a, a creepy Van Yoda. Like, what is going on? That was an epic haul, though. There's so much '90s power of the Force stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that was wild. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, he still had more. He had like, like, like original posters from you know A New Hope, Empire, like all that stuff. But he wanted. He knew what those were worth for those. He wanted like premium dollar. I'm like, like, oh, like I love the posters. I respect them, but I'm not a huge poster guy. Like, I don't want to spend like hundreds of dollars on these posters. You know. Not, I'm not a huge poster guy, but I will take that creepy Yoda. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, take, but take that creepy Yoda, I will. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, Adam, that uh, thank you so much for for taking the time to be uh, on Adventures in Collecting. This was an absolute blast. Awesome. Uh, before we let you go, um, tell our audience where where can they find you on the internet. Yeah, well, um, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and uh, TikTok. I'm, I'm posting more to TikTok. Um, it'll be a little bit more obscure, different things than there are on, on Instagram and YouTube. But um, you can find me at all those places um, at Nostalgic Adam, all one word. Awesome, and uh, and we'll be sure to include links so that way you don't have to go and uh, and memorize and go type things. If you just go to the show notes. You'll find a link to uh, all of Adam's socials uh, right right in the show notes there. Uh, Adam, thank you again so much for for taking the time to be on Adventures in Collecting. Uh, good luck uh, w- with with being a new dad. Uh, get sleep when you can, man, and uh, and let's do this again sometime. Awesome, yeah, thank- yeah, absolutely, yeah. Thank you all for having me. I I, I really appreciate it. Dave, you want to send us home? Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks, Adam. Bye, everyone. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.